Hey, it's Dr. Debbie, and welcome to the Simply Southern Vet Podcast, episode 10. Well, the journey has started. I am on my way to becoming a veterinary chiropractor, and I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say that word in Tennessee. I know in Wisconsin they can't. That's where the school is. They have to call it veterinary spinal manipulation. I did call the board once, and was on hold forever someone answered and got disconnected and I never heard the answer I gotta go through that process again to even say if I can say animal chiropractor however I hope I can because it's a lot more easy to use that word than animal spinal manipulative therapist however so 12 days ago I started the first session of classes which are pretty intense like you know all day long or um, every day for five days in a row wait Wednesday Thursday yeah something like that and the first one we ended up staying at home because of COVID and on September 16th ish I go to Wisconsin so we start our hands-on but as always I got a couple of concerns one is Anytime I leave my little nest here, I get around people that aren't like me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you leave your little home. and I mean, we run into those people day to day, but I'm going to go up there and I'm hoping I find one or two people that are Christians or love Jesus. Um, Like... The professor, he kind of, you know, uses um, cuss words in his natural language. And I don't like listening to that. I mean, I don't mind it, but I don't like listening to that day after day after day. But, I mean, I'm an adult. I can handle it. I would just prefer to not have to hear that. Um, And, you know, just the jokes made and... All that kind of stuff, you know. I just don't like being in those atmospheres for long periods of time. But maybe it won't be like that. I'll let you know. Maybe it'll be awesome. Um, But usually the professor kind of sets the tone for that. And he's really good. Um, He just, he doesn't say really bad words. Just like the D word and the S word. And he he throws those in. Um, Throws those in. That sounded weird. He's puts those in his natural language um, here and there, you know, but when you're with someone all day long, that's a lot of listening to that. Anyway, so I always worry about, because when I've gone out of town, like especially into the northern um, New Jersey and New York and places like that for Chesney's conferences, it's I really feel like a fish out of water, you know, because I walk with Jesus every day and think about him all the time, and then I'm in these new atmospheres that are really, really different for me. So I'm a little bit concerned about that. Um, And then also, um, you know, learning all this new material, which is going great. Um, But here's the thing. It just really makes you think about God, the creator, as the creator, you know, um, like I've listened to hours and hours of lectures. Thankfully, 
they are recorded and I can listen to them. So about the second or third time, they really start to sink in. And I'm pretty good at um, learning by video or audio better than reading it in books. So I keep revisiting um, the lectures. And then I look on YouTube for um, other people that teach it. So maybe a different way of teaching it might help. And, you know, you think we're all doctors in this class, but we're all learning. These, these are brand new ideas for us. The functional neuroanatomy is new. We know neuroanatomy. We know nerves. We know muscles. We know bones. We know spinal cords. We know brains. But how it all ties together into the gait of a dog or how it all ties together um, in a weakness like what muscle, what nerve goes through, what segment of what spinal cord to go to the brain and come back to affect that to make that dog weak right there, to know what longitudinal level that the lesion is at on the spinal cord. In other words, where do you make the adjustment? How do you know where it is? You can feel it. How would you um, work that pathway out in your mind? You see a dog that's lame in a certain area, and how do you figure out where to adjust for that? And also, um, the gait, you know, you can see, oh, he's limping on his right front leg. Well, you have to slow it down and figure out what part of the right front leg. Like, it's way more in-depth. Um, which I guess that's what specialists do. And also, um, it really, so to think of God as the creator, let's just use this one example of the Golgi tendon organ, which I'm not going to bore you with the details. Don't get scared. But there's this minuscule thing in the tendon of your muscle, yours and animals, and it's responsible like I've listened to lots and lots of hours of lectures to understand all the details of it um, let me just throw out a few words so you can understand um, the annulospiral ring the nuclear bag the nuclear chain the flower end spray the um, uh, the receptors that are in the Golgi tendon organ and there's like in this little tiny thing in the tendon of your muscle there and in the belly of the muscle there's so much in that one little thing that's responsible the Golgi tendon organ in particular is responsible for if you put if you lift up too much it's too heavy for you it keeps you from popping a muscle um, like a weightlifter if they lift up too much it keeps them from damaging themselves um, it tells your brain to shut that down and don't pop a tendon like God thought to do that he thought of everything and the intricacies, like we're working so hard as doctors to understand these little bitty things that God just created. Like he's so, the intelligence of the design of the human body is mind-blowing. I used to think that, I think the first time I thought that in veterinary school was when I studied the kidneys. Oh my word, they're so intricate. 
And now I'm going through that again. And when I study these things, I think, man, God thought of everything. And one, like, look how big we are. That one tiny little thing. Oh my gosh. So opening my eyes in a new way to God, the creator. It's like really cool. Um, so I'm getting excited about learning more. I turned 52 yesterday and um, it's really nice to, I know this sounds crazy, to know I'm doing good at learning. <laughs> I haven't gone to school in a while. I'm like, can I still do this? But I totally can. Um, I can totally do this and it's exciting to learn new things. For me, I'm always learning new things. Um, but I haven't been tested on it in a while, so being forced to learn it at a certain rate and learn it well is an awesome challenge for me. I always do better under pressure. So I just wanted to kind of talk to you about um, how school is going and how awesome God is as a creator. Like, it would blow your mind if you just studied the human body. It's like crazy. Think of how many specialists there are in the world. There's neurologists, there's epidemiologists, there's um, radiologists, there's um, endocrinologists, there's OBGYNs. Like so many people have to specialize to learn certain parts of the body in detail because it's so flawlessly and intelligently designed that a human can takes years to wrap their head around how to understand it and God made it with his voice in a day like is that crazy our God is crazy smart and creative and intelligent and that's one of the reasons it's easy to worship him so this is dr debbie the simply southern vet and thank you for listening to episode 10.